0: Today's episode is proudly brought to you by us here at Capture the Magic Apparel, your one-stop shop for themed shirts inspired by Harry Potter, Universal Studios Orlando, and Disney World.
1: You'll love some of our newest releases, which included shirts inspired by Hogwarts Express, the Weasley's Flying Car, Bowser's favorite obsession, Peaches, and much more.
0: It's not just our unique designs that sets Capture the Magic Apparel apart from other shirt companies, but it's our unwavering commitment to quality as each shirt is designed, printed, and shipped from us right in our own shop.
1: Our attention to detail ensures that your money is well spent and you will be getting a shirt that will last for years to come. Not only is our shirt quality first class, they are as comfortable as a warm hug from Hagrid himself.
0: Even with all that, it does get even better because of you, our beloved podcast listener, are in for a special treat, if you head over to ctmshirts.com right now and use the code PODCAST, you'll receive a 15% discount on your purchase. But act fast as this offer won't last long.
1: So again, just head to ctmshirts.com and use the promo code PODCAST to save 15% off your first order. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello, Jared. Hello. How are you uh, this evening?
0: I'm good. I'm I'm a little tired. We were at uh, we were in Orlando. We were at Disney with my family for a couple of days in the in the heat, and it was fun. But it was uh, oh, yes. it was it was a little warm, and the heat takes it out you a little bit. But I'm good. Great. Just a little tired. A
1: little warm, by the way. It was a lot warm. <laughs> it was a lot warm. You know, it's it's one of those things where, where did you say? Where were we when you said this is what the sauna feels like? And I was like, really? Was well, it? Oh, Triceratops spin? Was that where it was? Uh, it was so hot.
0: Um, well, it was Animal Kingdom in general. Yeah. Because this comes up with my family. Because I mean, for those men I know, like I I made a sauna in our house and I use it, and so like the sauna gets up to like a hundred. 50 degrees somewhere around there and mm. so when you do that a lot like you get kind of accustomed to the heat but it's still like it's obviously still hot sure but yeah when you're in there and i was telling you because it was i think it was triceratops spin because there's no airflow no. like there's no like there's no breeze there's nothing because animal kingdom is kind of built into a bowl there and uh, i was like yeah this is kind of the sun you just set in the heat and just sweat and that's kind of what we were doing so it was kind of like just, you know, nature's sauna, just, uh, nature's you know, sauna. <laughs> natural sauna, if you will. I think
1: that's summer. Summer is nature's sauna.
0: Well, yes.
1: To an extent. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was hot this weekend, but we were glad to see Jared's brother and his family. The cousins got to spend some time together. It was mm. wonderful. Well, they
0: were big girls. They can ride rides by themselves because they're seven. Big deal. So they were, it was, we'd be in line and be like, can, they'd both just come up to me. Like, can you ask them if we can ride together? <laughs> like, I will. I will ask the ride, the ride person, and then they, every single one they were, and they got to, and they were very, they were very excited.
1: But I will say for for the the ride um, cast members that they did ask them, how old are you? They did yeah. check to make sure in case like we didn't say so first. They did make sure, so I was I was happy with that. Uh, they but both they were like, we're, so we're seven. They were so <laughs> intense about it, <laughs> like, so excited. I was like, do not get it's in their way. Do not
0: get in their way. They will. They will attack you. They yeah. are small, but they will attack. But,
1: but we yeah. So we did spend most of the time at Disney. But before we went to Disney, we made a little pit stop at Universal.
0: We did. We made a little a little pit stop for half the day because uh, well, we checked a couple episodes ago. Maybe the last episode. Last last episode,
1: we talked about Minion Land. Yeah, so Minion Mm -hmm. Land was in soft
0: opening, which technically it is still in soft opening, but the ride hadn't opened. But since then, the ride is now in what is called rehearsal.
1: Technical rehearsal. But
0: it's essentially a soft opening. Mm -hmm. And we took a little bit of a shot because one of the days it wasn't open. So basically during this period of time, there's no guarantee that the ride will be up and running, obviously, because... Technical rehearsal means they're still working through something. So they don't say what that is. And the ride can look different in technical rehearsals versus when it actually opens.
1: Yeah, but we got to experience the ride, which we're really happy about. And we will tell you all about that here after we talk about a little bit of news. But before that, we want to mention that if you haven't already checked out Club 32, you definitely should.
0: And by check out, we mean join because yes. it's a it's a private club sort of like back in the days it's speakeasy you had to have a certain secret code it's it's kind of like that but in this <laughs> and unlike club 33 if you're used to really expensive clubs we're not that expensive We're about 6.99 a month but with <laughs> that you help contribute to the show help things you know keep running around here and we give you extra content we have live streams like cool kids kitchen club 32 speakeasy the club 32 show which is a live stream every tuesday where we just chat for at least an hour whatever comes up usually it's random things you know one of the times we basically made a new fast and furious movie with dinosaurs and harry potter that it's, was hilarious it's practically flushed out i know <laughs> it's not it's i it may need a little tweaking but i think it's pretty much ready to go you're a dinosaur harry don't tell him the tagline <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my favorite. That was the laugh for a long time you're a Dinosaur Harry. <laughs> it was great.
0: But yes, yeah, so all sort of inside <laughs> jokes like that as well. Plus you get twenty percent off of CTM apparel and 1901 candle company products. Private Facebook group, a private Discord, and we have, you know, we brought back, back, or excuse me, we brought back C Team at the movies. we will be doing watch parties of '90s sitcoms, of you know, Disney themes, and some Universal stuff will throw in there as well. So, all in all, it's a really great time, and we get to interact more in there because as everything else has grown, that's our kind of our little spot where we hang out with, uh, you know, a little less people and a little less traffic, and kind of just give you some behind the scenes footage as well and everything like that. So, yeah. if you're curious about joining there, you go to ctmvip.com. And we have monthly or yearly options, and you can even do a free trial if you'd like. And if you want to do a yearly, you get a free T-shirt. So either way, you can check it out. And if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us on social media or email us at hello at ctm.show. So again, that is ctmvip.com if you want to go check that out.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome.
1: Alright, so let's talk about some news before we talk about Minion Blast. Uh, We have two major things that were announced this past, I guess it's been the past two weeks. The first thing we're going to talk about is that we have an official announcement for the former Woody Woodpecker's Kid Zone area at Universal Studios Florida and what it will actually be.
0: Yes, so this is an area that, when did this go under construction?
1: January. January, yep. Yeah, and so... Mm -hmm.
0: As Universal tends to do, not a lot of details when it went down. You just knew it was getting some sort of revamp and the rumors were around and we kind of maybe what happened here is basically kind of what we thought would be the case. But Universal said next year, Universal Orlando Resort will debut an all new themed land featuring DreamWorks Animation's beloved animated characters. As guests step into this new land, their imaginations will run wild as they take in vibrant colors, sights and sounds that surround them. They will share special moments with their favorite characters like Gabby from Gabby's Dollhouse and explore themed interactive play spaces and attractions that bring popular franchises like Shrek, Trolls, and Kung Fu Panda to life in the most imaginatively fun ways. Uh, The new DreamWorks land coming to Universal Studios Florida is a part of the collection of new entertainment experiences debuting at Universal Orlando Resort in 2024 and is a continuation of Universal's commitment to rich storytelling that places guests of all ages in the most incredible and immersive environments. And it says, stay tuned for more details, which will be revealed in the future.
1: Yeah, so so we know for sure it's going to be based on DreamWorks Animation, which we kind of knew already because Universal likes to put construction walls up and have like different pictures and stuff on the construction walls that give you hints about what it's going to be so for like minion land we knew it was going to be a minion theme because minions were just all over it <laughs> right and so it's not a really like deep secret here but this is just a solidifying the the rumor that this is going to be dream, dreamworks um, they released some concept art which you can see a shrek and a donkey meet and greet which there have been many of those in different places. I think
0: it's the same concept that they're keeping though. Yeah, it's like where yeah, yeah. Donkey Talk, there's somebody, usually it's like a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a very popular. Club. Yes, and I think that's yep. why, because it's a it's a fun, interactive meet and greet.
1: Yeah, and like you see the sign that says Dreamworks on it and some characters, and then you see the the meet and greet with Shrek and Donkey. And then behind it, you can see a trolls themed coaster. So this is the same space that Woody Woodpecker's nut coaster was in so it's kind of assumed that they're not going to demolish that they're going to keep that and just re-theme that coaster which is fine
0: well part of the track is down they took it off so i'm wondering if they're going to make that longer because that coaster that coaster was extremely short it's pretty i mean maybe 30 seconds
1: Mm, okay it wasn't very long yeah so
0: part of me wonders if they're going to extend it out where the five Wolves Playland area was maybe and like take it out it. into there and make it maybe more like flight of the hippogriff level. Maybe. I hope so. Cause it was a very short coaster.
1: Well, they do mention, like you said, in the statement that that will have interactive play spaces. So that makes me think that they're going to have something similar to what curious George goes to town area was, you know what I'm talking about? Right. They might have something similar to that, but just maybe make it a little bit smaller. The area was very big. It and was I hu- don't think it get u- utilized. As it was much. a
0: huge footprint back yeah. there, and I said all yeah. before they even announced this. I mean, the assumption has been they were going to redo the kid zone for a while because, again, I mean, it's 2023. How many kids know anything about Curious George? And, some,
1: some Curious uh, George, but Woody Woodpecker, not right? So
0: Five O goes what? Well. I mean, a lot of these. Like I know some of these, but kids today, like our kids, really don't know who those things are. Yeah. Most kids don't. So, but you would be shocked because whenever during COVID the the uh, Curious George Place wasn't open. Right. And then they reopened it not that long ago. Maybe uh, a year.
1: Maybe, yeah. And
0: you realize how huge that is because it, yeah. it had multiple play lands. It had a splash pad. It had a, sh- you know, you could had go in there playground. and shoot the, the balls in there. They had the shooting guns. That thing was two stories mm-hmm. tall. Like, it was a lot of space. So, it, yeah. you look at that and like, I, um, I don't know if they're going to put an attraction, like a ride back there. I don't, it doesn't sound like they are, but definitely got a lot of space to work with.
1: Oh, yeah. And there was also a Destination DreamWorks attraction that used to be in the Barney, the old Barney right. attraction. And we actually did that a couple of times. And it was basically like at a character, not really a meet and greet, but the characters came out and did like little dances like from DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. And they like rotated they were- on the stage. and You just took pictures with them in front. It was a great idea for like COVID times. For sure, right? Because you didn't have to get close to the characters. I don't know if they'll keep that or do something different or like revamp it a little I bit. I bet they'll, they'll revamp there.
0: it and do something. Yeah. Then that's what made us think too. It was probably DreamWorks because you had so much. It was no secret, like you know, Minions was going in the front of the park. Sure. Uh, and that has illumination stuff with it. So DreamWorks, they already had that back there. Seemed like an easy win. So yeah, it's.
1: Um, but E. T. And animal actors. Uh, attractions are sticking they're they're not leaving they're saying so you don't have to worry about that if you're fans of both of those uh i do want to i do want to point this out before we move on in the statement they say that this land is part of a new collection or a collection of new entertainment experiences debuting in 2024
0: mm-hmm. what else is coming that's the thing i think there's gonna be i mean they like, mention in the statement shrek trolls and kung fu panda but that's not all of the well, no, they said that's Gabby's that's play.
1: just for the DreamWorks Animation. This right. part that they're talking about is a di- is different. They're that's talking about s- like a different area, right? So I'm very good. curious
0: because there's more stuff. Like, I, I, it's a really great question, and, and probably a theme that we'll talk about with Minion Blast is. I definitely think Universal sees an opportunity and is definitely going after the the you know families with especially with younger kids because the biggest complaint you and from us included that you would have about Universal is. There's never been a lot of stuff to do for the Littles.
1: Right. And they do mention in the statement, again, guests of all ages. Yes. So So
0: they're definitely doing a lot to address that. Mm -hmm. And they have the IPs now where they are popular enough to do some of this stuff. So it'd be really curious to see. Now, we probably won't hear anything. I mean, the way Universal works, we probably won't hear anything until a few months before it opens, maybe. I don't know. They kind of tend to be tight-lipped. They'll give you a little bit of stuff like this, and they'll put some stuff on the construction walls. And outside of uh, you know the the um, the registering trademarks and things like that that people see that the filings they do, Mm -hmm. you don't hear a ton. So we'll wait and see. But I'm I'm excited. I I think this would be again. I think it's a great thing. And. you know, I think one of the next ones they should do is over at Islands of what the you know Betty Boop area and stuff like that. I think oh, Lagoon, yeah. Hopefully that gets the same treatment because that that for sure I would assume is high up on the list of redos. Well, eventually,
1: it suffers from the same problem that the Kid Zone did. So absolutely, I could see them definitely doing something with it. I don't see immediately though because especially in the summer, that area is pretty popular with the water rides because that's the only area. Yeah. With Two big water water rides, so and I, I don't. don't
0: yeah, I don't imagine they would do a lot over that. I mean, again, Islands is definitely more of the I would say teenager crowd, anyways. More thrilling stuff, mm-hmm. but I would say within the next five years, I would have to imagine Toon Lagoon would see some sort of maybe revamp or, or at least a retheme, even if a lot of the stuff stayed the same, just a retheme of it.
1: Yeah. Maybe just a guess though. Well, I'm excited about DreamWorks Land coming, so our stu- our our kids are gonna love it because they love trolls. They love yes. even though even though that she's never seen Shrek, our daughter's like into Shrek,
0: which is yeah. weird. I'm and like, well, what? and suppose the rumor is there's gonna be new Shrek movies too. See. So yeah, and they may very well be potentially adding something. Maybe they're waiting for a Shrek movie announcement and then announcing this along with it. Yeah. Is potential
1: and more characters is also good because our, both of our kids, they don't even have to know what the characters are. They're excited to see characters. Okay. Yeah. It's literally, like they get, they just don't, they don't even care who it is. They're like, oh my gosh, it's a character. Let's go take a picture. It's true. Like our son, he has never seen an episode of SpongeBob before, but if he sees a meet and greet going on, he sees them through that window in his shop. He is very excited, he knows which is so funny.
0: That is a picture to be taken. That is <laughs> exactly. True. Well, and I think even How to Train Your Dragon is DreamWorks as well, and that's going yeah. into Epic Universe. Mm-hmm. So between Illuminations and DreamWorks, I think Universal is definitely taking advantage of IPs that they yep. have. Uh, yep. One that they haven't mentioned here, but they do have out in Hollywood, which makes me think there could be something coming with that, is uh, Secret Life of Pets. Yes, they uh, have, that's
1: what I was thinking too. They
0: have that ride out there, so I mm-hmm. don't... I, I would love it if they brought that ride over. I don't know if they will, be but cute. that would be that would be great. Because I've seen video of it, and it. I mean, I think kids would love that because, it, again, it's dogs and cats and stuff like that.
1: So. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. So let's move on to the next story, which is the last one we have, actually. Is, uh, there is another house that has been announced for Halloween Horror Nights 32. And this one is Stranger Things 4.
0: Yes, so they have announced the Stranger Things 4 house, which we heard rumors of. So we're not yeah. too surprised by that. Yeah. And they kind of announced this with merchandise available in the parks Yep. with this.
1: Um, I have never watched an episode. Well, actually, I take that back. I've watched like half of an episode of Stranger Things season one. Um, and I just never really got into it. So I'm thinking I'm going to have to start watching some of it to understand the house.
0: Stranger Things season one is really good. very it's almost like a great mix of nostalgia it's got a little bit like i'm not i don't like horror stuff i've talked about this on the show many times but it's like a a light mix of i don't know as much horror as it is very suspense or thriller with nostalgia from the 80s things like that so season one's great i never watched season two and three but i heard really good things about season four so i definitely think we probably need to watch those but uh yeah so
1: Probably right. Yeah,
0: I mean, I know some of the characters I've heard. I mean, that's how big the show is, where you end up hearing about characters even though it's a show you haven't seen. Yeah. So I've heard, you know, I've heard some things about well, season four. If we
1: get started now, <laughs> I might finish we'll it. Finish it in three years. Before... <laughs> we'll get I there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Jerry's gonna go to Halloween Horror Nights this year, but I'm I'm going. So
0: you're for sure gonna go. We. Yeah. You know, I've been trying to make it work with me. It just depends a lot on schedules and with the kids. Mm-hmm. So if it's available. I will, even though I've, I've made it known it's not my thing, I will go if I'm able to go. But out of either one of us to go, if it's like a one or the other, I feel like you would be the better choice simply because That's I feel correct. like my the potential of me coming away just being like, I hated everything about it. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to that. Because <laughs> right. again, it'd be like making somebody go. If somebody hates baseball and taking them to a baseball game, like, you know, they're probably just going to say they didn't like it, but, uh, but I would, I'm willing to go into it fairly open-minded if I'm able to go. So we will, we will see how that happens. But
1: Very good. Okay. Well, uh, let's move on to talking about what we're here to talk about and that's Illuminations Villain Con Minion Blast. So like we said, we stopped at Universal on the way to Disney. Um, I guess it was Thursday. Was Thursday it was Thursday yep um and we were just hoping that it was going to be open during this technical rehearsal time and it was so we got to we got to write it um so this new attraction is in minion land it is being replaced let's see it replaced Shrek 40 which mm. had been there for a while like 11 12 years it had been there as long as, that, as all, I remember
0: going to universal okay so
1: Okay. It wasn't my favorite show. Like, I'd seen it like maybe once or twice in the whole time, and I was like, it was okay. Like, Shrek's not my favorite, but sorry, Shrek fans.
0: <laughs> Shrek 1, I'm trying to think. The Shrek movies are good, though. Like, I as know, time has gone I just, on, I feel like time has been very good to them, though. I mean, Shrek 1 is one of those I remember being very good. I remember Shrek 2 from my memory being very good, and Shrek 3, definitely not as good. If I remember the correctly on those, but it, they're probably worth a rewatch.
1: Yeah, I may I may actually watch them just to get a refresh. Um, anyway, so Minion Land kind of, it, it did a soft opening uh, back in June, mm-hmm. middle of June, I think. And this ride, Villain Con Minion Blast, did not open with it. Everything else kind of soft opened, but this one was not ready. But technical rehearsals did start happening on July 15th. Now, the grand opening is set to happen... Says coming summer. So we're in summer now. So maybe in August? You know, we, we have no idea. We have no, no idea. No,
0: we do know that Universal has announced, though, that there's going to be AP preview signups that will happen. They said they'll happen soon. They yeah. haven't given an exact date on that. So, because we had the question would they have AP previews? Uh, because mm-hmm. they did for Velocicoaster. So it seems they're holding that pattern where they did for Velocicoaster. So they're, do- they're doing this now for blast so i mm-hmm. i mean my guess would be they would happen in august and then the ride either opens late august early september mm-hmm. they may look for something to kick off into the fall a little bit
1: yeah and technical rehearsals just fyi is just another like word for soft opening um it just right. means that the ride is not you know it's not fully operational some elements may be unavailable and it may not open at all some days so you just kind of have to wait and see. They also don't post the wait times on the app. You just have to go by and see. Right. Um, so that's also something. Because we we were really hoping that someone on social media was going to post if it was open or closed. And we didn't see anything that it was closed. So we are like, okay, I think, well, I think we're good. And it was. Yeah. It was open.
0: If, for instance, right now, at least in, when we've ridden it up to this point, in this ride, it's going to tie into the app. They don't have that available at this point. Right, do right. Technical rehearsal. So right. something so once it's fully open, you know, having ridden I don't know how much would change, but there's some small elements that would maybe right. look a little bit different.
1: Well let's let's say let's talk about what Universal says about the attraction.
0: Yes, so they say if you've seen the minions movies, and if you have not, you should, because they're hilarious, but it says <laughs> it's so much fun, it's a crime. <laughs> so you join Illuminations Minions, Bellbottom, Jean-Claude, and the rest of the vicious six at Villain Con as you blast your way to Super Villain Stardom. You use your Eliminator X Blaster and test your skills in this fun interactive attraction. And yep,
1: the Vicious Six were first seen in Minions, The Rise of Gru, which you should also see that, by the way. That's a cute movie. That was set in the 70s?
0: Yes. I mean, basically, if you want a backstory for this ride, it would be the Minions movies in general, because Villain Khan yeah. is a big part of the first Minions movie.
1: I don't think you have to watch Despicable Me.
0: No, you wouldn't have to. I'm, I just no. I'd seen the Minions movies. Right. The Minion one, that Villain Khan was a whole thing that... It ties into because it, it even in the movies took place in Orlando. So it fits very nicely. It's almost like they had this planned out. And then they put this in into Orlando. So yeah.
1: Uh, there is no height requirement, but all guests must be able to stand on their own. This means that any child that is like must be held cannot ride.
0: I believe that's a falling hazard issue.
1: Oh sure, like if you have a like the person you like, yeah, you don't want to hold somebody be on be you know be on, during right. the attraction and fall, yeah. yeah. Um, and under 48 inches tall must be supervised. The ride is wheelchair accessible, but it is not ECV accessible. So if you have an ECV, you'll have to transfer to a wheelchair. They the walkway is not uh, able to accommodate an ECV. Right. Simply said.
0: E- correct. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. And the reason for that is so. Generally speaking, this attraction is a moving walkway attraction. So essentially, when you're going into Universal Studios, like the the you know the the. Walkways that make you walk quicker. What are those actually called? I'm throwing walkways. Moving walkways. That you that you literally just essentially it's a treadmill. But anyways, (laughs) um, this ride is that so you stand on that and it moves you around from room to room and it like it doesn't go in a straight line. It goes like curves. Yeah, like that.
1: And it's not as fast as the ones in City Walk.
0: No, it's very slow. It's a very (laughs) slow moving thing. So uh, you have a wireless blaster gun and you shoot objects and rack up points and. Overall I'd say the ride lasts about five minutes yeah or so
1: yeah yeah, it's about that. I mean we'll go into the the queue the attraction everything so um, let's go ahead and do that. So let's start with the queue. The queue is mostly outside.
0: It is but it's in the shade a lot.
1: Part of it was. but if you, So we were in a part of the queue. There is an extended queue kind of in the back, and that had no shade.
0: But they weren't utilizing it. Sure. I think if they utilized that, surely they would put... Because they had, they had sh- like a tent type stuff above, and they did a really good job where they had fans out there, and you were at least in the shade. And mind you, the yeah. day we were there, it was very hot. Mm-hmm. But you weren't in the direct sun, so I'm hoping... Surely, if they use that extended cue, that they would have that shaded.
1: And they have the fans blasting, as they, they the fans, usually yeah. do. Um, and they play two videos kind of describing the whole concept of Villain Con. Um, and Villain Con, just FYI, was first introduced in the first Minions movie as an evil villain con- convention in the 60s. Um,
0: Before... Any theme parks were there. That's the whole like funny part of
1: right. it. Right. I know? think it was like 1968, I think is what it was. So it was like, yeah, it was before it was before Disney World would have been built.
0: Yeah, the whole thing's in Orlando. So when you're in this thing, it, it's almost like if you've ever been to a convention on the TVs, you know, they have like seminars. Like find yeah. your inner villain, find this. like So right. it basically set up like you're going into a convention with different workshops and then the guy talks and,
1: and like, what was the, is it villain? Uh, it's like a news network that was, talking about villain the, news network yeah, yeah is that what it's called yeah villain is villain v vnc is what it's called or villain news channel something, something like that like yeah that yeah I mean. um so you see them a lot and there's a lot of jokes in there which we won't go into what they are but i i found one they, that very funny you talking about the parking one the parking one they did make
0: yeah I, w- <laughs> I thought this was a good one they were talking about you know obviously being a villain
1: being is being evil
0: yeah and they said yeah. almost as evil as how much universal charges for parking which I think is funny, <laughs> <It's> funny. <laughs> that they take a you know they take a little dig at themselves because I tell you right now mm-hmm. Disney would never do that
1: probably not <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. they also play some um, just like. Almost like instructional things about the ride, a little bit, not as much outside in the the outdoor queue, but uh, you also see glimpses of like social media posts, like tweets, like fake tweets from villains from the movies, yeah. Well, and some
0: of them are villains from the Despicable Me movies, so I mean, it's just like Easter eggs. It's not that you wouldn't enjoy it, like if you've never seen any of these movies, you still can enjoy this ride, yeah. But if you've seen all these movies. There are lots of Easter eggs throughout here that will be like, oh, yeah, I'd see different things. So.
1: And like another video plays as you get closer to getting inside that explains how to use your blaster gun, which we'll explain in a minute.
0: Well, and I did think it was cool. They have an infomercial for the blaster gun. Mm-hmm. Like basically, you're go- I think the whole concept of this, you try it up because, you know, you can buy it. Yes, it's you like can going, actually
1: buy it in the store, too. You can.
0: So it's like going to a convention where you see a video and they want you to buy it. So it's kind of like yeah. you're in... And they even had posters up if you looked on the walls about, like, evil placement services, evil pets. So th- it was it was really <laughs> it was well funny. done. There's a lot of really stuff in there. Yeah. It,
1: was very, it was very well-themed.
0: It might be summer, but if you listen closely, you may be able to hear old St. Nick sweating profusely in preparation for Christmas.
1: To celebrate the halfway point to Christmas, our travel partner Zip Travel is offering some great travel deals with their Christmas in July promotion going on right now.
0: New deals will be announced every week that include gifts and surprises like gift cards and much more that will help you have a magical vacation in 2023.
1: So if you are on the fence about taking that trip this year or in the midst of planning a trip and wondering if you can save more money and win some prizes by doing so, then just head to travelwithzip.com and fill out that quick form there.
0: Whatever details about your trip you have, just let us know. And if you're just in the early stages of planning and want to know what the Christmas in July deals are, just put that in the details.
1: So whether you're dreaming of a Disney cruise, a Walt Disney World vacation, an adventure at Disneyland Resort, or a tropical getaway to Alani, Zip Travel has got you covered.
0: Don't miss out on this limited time offer. So grab your calendar, start planning, and let the magic begin. So just visit travelwithzip.com to book your qualifying trip today.
1: Um, so when you first walk inside the actual building, it's like you're entering what looks like an expo and at a, at a convention where you have like, people have like booths set up. They're trying to like sell you things or show you something that they invented or whatnot. Um, some things that we saw, and I won't say everything because there was, there was a couple, but there were items from... Malicious Motors, which is all these evil, evil mm-hmm. cars or whatever. Unlawful Outfitters, which makes the Blaster, the Eliminator X Blaster, and uh, Corrupt Companion. And another one was, I can't, uh, you're going to have to help.
0: Diabolique. Me.
1: Diabolique. Diab- I believe. Diabolique. Diabolique. I think it's
0: supposed to be a Diabolique or something. Oh, either way, it's like a villain fashion booth. Okay.
1: Basically. Yeah, yeah. I
0: said Diabolique because I imagined a Dear Leak. From Zoolander, I know, maybe that's what it so was. I think that maybe I'm <laughs> hoping because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> and
1: they do have in the middle of the, like, because you kind of have to go around, like, the middle part of it, they have a soundstage V event map and it shows you what everything is, like, in this convention, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And there's some Easter eggs in there as well. Um, so I thought that was kind of fun, but it was very, very well themed. Very well themed.
0: Yeah, I mean, the cute, uh, you know. The outside part is it got some the TVs are there and it's like infotainment have something for you to watch while you're standing in line. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, though, what, at least for us, when we were in line, the, the wait said 45 minutes. That line moved pretty consistently the whole time. We didn't wait a ton. So you were moving fairly quickly. And I don't believe we actually ended up waiting 45 minutes.
1: Uh, we waited 25.
0: Yeah. So. Yep. It And given that the type of ride this is, which is continuous moving, mm-hmm. it seems to have a pretty good flow to it, which yeah. is nice, especially given, you know, you're outside, especially in the heat, but it yeah, not be bad.
1: absolutely. Um, and then you enter the next room, which is where you pick up your blaster.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you you walk in and they tell you to choose one that is illuminating either a blue or yellow light. And they've got like a bulb on the back of them you can see. And they have a cat and they have a, a person working there to let you know, like, make sure you get the right one. Mm-hmm. So one with red light means it's charging. You don't want to use that. but And they'll um, tell you not to use it. So Yeah. And one thing about these blasters, they are wireless. They're a little heavy. I was actually They're a little pretty su- heavy. surprised at the heft of them. And so for our kids, our daughter her arm got a little tired using it. Our son didn't really try too much. He just kind of held yeah. it. <laughs> but what is interesting is Kendra, owner of Zip Travel, she was there today. At, yeah, actually. Yeah, and she said they told her cuz she has a very small daughter. Yes. That you can ask for a kids blaster that's smaller. And they yes. have that.
1: Which I had not heard this until she said something. So this may be something new, like brand new since they did the soft opening. And they're like just kinda listening to guest feedback and like, okay, we finally get Which this. Which makes
0: sense because that gun is pretty big. So
1: it's three pounds, three pounds, and you have to hold it with two hands. Mm-hmm. So as an adult, it's it's it was heavy for me and I had to keep like switching back and forth between like how I held it. And I was like, I can't imagine <laughs> Our poor kids can't hold this, but uh, it is wireless. So it's not attached to anything, which is kind of, so you have free movement of it, which is kind right. of nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so from here, they direct you to stand on a particular dot on the walkway as you get on it and you have to stay on it. What happens if you move off of it, Jared?
0: I, th- I think it just doesn't register your points
1: your gun you you can't use your gun right like you can shoot but it doesn't right Uh,
0: this is i will say one thing about this ride and we'll talk about more thoughts in it it's a little bit of a flaw for just all ages uh because i mean our son stayed on it but i could see kids having a hard time just staying in one spot and i don't know how strict it was i didn't move off mine so mine didn't quit working i don't know how strict that is but yeah, that you stand where you're, you know, you're not supposed to move. And one thing I will say, what it the walking walkway, like it kind of goes and curves. Mm-hmm. When it's turning, uh there's a few times you're like you're shooting, you're paying attention to the game. I almost felt like my feet like got caught on something, but it's something that that walkway turns. It feels kind of strange, like you almost kind of like potentially I lose didn't your even notice, lose your not lose your footing, but. Um, I kind of looked down a couple times like, oh, which is moving. So that's something notice. to keep in mind. And um, maybe I was just standing toward uh, the edge of it a little bit. But mm-hmm. that's just something I kind of noticed.
1: Interesting. I didn't notice that, but that's okay. Um, so um, on the blaster, when you talk about the blaster for a second, you will see an identifier that will show up as, an, a mar- as a marker when you're shooting. So on the top of your gun, it'll have like a color or like the symbol of what you can look at whenever you're pointing your gun. So for me, mine was it looked like the villain, like the villain mask, like the little emblem. The villain con logo. That's right, and it, mine was blue. What and was
0: some yours? are red, some are yellow. Mine was blue as well, I like believe. Blue. Okay. But it's like uh, if you ever played Call of Duty, where you got like a, a scope up where you're where you're aiming.
1: But it's like particular to your yes your actual supposedly, but
0: again, there's we'll talk about at the end how that. Kind of translates to the ride. But yeah, yeah. supposedly you you can at least match your color up to your, you know, crosshairs.
1: Right. And there are two triggers. There's one where you usually have like a trigger on a gun that has unlimited ammo. Uh, and there's one on the front, which is power-ups. Which I didn't use these because again, I wasn't sure how to use this. We just kinda went in not knowing much. So apparently they're power ups and you have five of these power ups to start with, but you can get more as the game goes it's on. The,
0: it's, basically if you ever played shooting games, it's like a grenade launcher on yeah. a gun. Yeah. Uh yeah, you earn points by so when you're when you're shooting in here, there's you're not really shooting at the minions. You don't get any yeah, points. Yeah, nothing for happens with minions. You're kind of the whole point of this whole thing is to cause chaos. So you shoot yep. like chandeliers in a room or something holding boxes. things up. Different boxes different power ups. So things are worth uh, different amounts of points. And some of those things you get, I think, are power-ups. Now they're not really one thing I will say they're not super clear about what box does what. So you kind of don't know necessarily what you're shooting. You just have for, to figure it out. Yeah. Which again, I we'll talk about at the end as well. Like I like it because it does have a lot of repeatability because it's like a game. Sure. But yeah, so I use the power up thing quite a bit. So if you're shooting at something you use the power but thing, it's gonna make more damage than whatever you're shooting at.
1: And I think the bananas are the power ups, like how you get the power ups.
0: That would make sense. I think the bananas. Bananas aren't. are the fuel of the minions. So <laughs> That's that would, true. Thing. That would make sense.
1: They really are. Um, so after writing this, I also realized that your blaster will show what kind of ammo you like. You're gonna shoot with, or you need to shoot to gain points. So like, there are a couple. There are freeze rays. There's force blasts, lightning bolts, and fireballs. Mm-hmm. So if you point at those things like if in your gun it shows up force like a force blast, if you see it on the screen and you shoot at it, you'll get you'll get more points.
0: Oh, I didn't notice that. Okay. I didn't
1: know that. Again, this is a lot of things that we're learning. And we only rode this once, so we need to do this again. But this is just kind of what we're we've learned since then and while we did it.
0: Okay. So makes sense. All right.
1: Um your points are displayed on your blaster. Do you remember how many points you had?
0: 280,000. Okay. I believe
1: mine was definitely under 100 because <laughs> I was just trying to look at everything and like observe more than I was trying yeah. to shoot. Um, it, but it was just, it was chaos. They
0: didn't have the leaderboard up. So it, it, no. typically, when this ride is fully operational, you're going to have the app where you can keep track of how you do. And then when you go into the gift shop, it'll even have up. You know, top scores probably of the day or all time or something like that. So you'll be able to see maybe where you rank up. Which I, again, as somebody who is too competitive, I'm told sometimes, I enjoy (laughs) this (laughs) aspect of it because you can, you know, get a little competition going.
1: And I think you move through how many rooms? Six? It's
0: five or six rooms. I was getting ready to say you move through about five or six rooms. In each (laughs) room, you have a screen on left and right side. So you can kind of move around. You can go back and forth. Right. Yeah. yeah. The way that I kind of... It's an interesting concept of a game in a game of a ride. It's kind of like Toy Story Mania and mixed with Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin which I don't really like that ride too much of like the game mode but where you go between stuff and you can have more free reign to shoot versus Toy Story Mania. So it's like a combo between those two because you can point to wherever you want to go but it's a gamified aspect of it to where certain things have more points. So I would say it's a much more like Toy Story Mania but a little bit of like the Buzz Lightyear type of thing. Um, if you've ever it, ridden that,
1: right? And it's it's not. I mean, it's similar in that it's a shooting game to like Men in Black.
0: Yeah, but
1: um, Men in Black, you're in you're in a, a ride vehicle, and Men and Bla- in, in Minion Blast, you are the ride vehicle. Right? <laughs> in
0: Men in Black, you don't really have you're shooting at monsters. You don't have like targets to shoot at.
1: Sh- right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's physical, uh, you know, physical right. with with Minion. air with uh, Men in Black, it's a screen with minions. So.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah.
1: So um but yeah, as you as you mentioned there will be the the my universal app that you can use to basically put your points on. You can you can like see where you ranked, you can store those points so you can see like how you're improving each time you do it. So it's definitely a, a attraction or an, an attraction that has repeatability. So especially oh, for sure. especially for kids, especially for I'm going to say for kids like 7 or 8 and up, like in the in the pre-teen, teen range, I can see this being very popular with them.
0: Well, for instance, the first thing I wanted to do is write it again. Because I wanted <laughs> to, like once you kind of get the feel for how it shoots. Right. And that's sort a of thing we'll talk about when we kind of want our thoughts. But like you go like, oh, you kind of get it. And It took me about halfway through the ride to kind of really get the rhythm to it. It's like a new video game. Sometimes a video game takes you a little bit to figure it out. Now, our daughter done the same thing. She was getting competitive with it as well. So, yeah, for her. <laughs> our son, he didn't really care much to shoot. I mean, he kind of did this a couple times, but it's not 3D, right. which is nice. So, the kids, like, you don't know, to wear glasses because he was just watching it. as like he's just watching a show. Like He loves minions. Right. So, he was entertained, yeah. but he wasn't really shooting. So, I think maybe if he had a lighter gun, I think he probably would have because that gun was a little bit too heavy for him.
1: Yeah, I think he was just liking all the funny stuff the minions were doing. Honestly, yeah, and they're doing <laughs> lots of funny things, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's as much as we know right now, and based on our experience and kind of what we learned after. So, initial thoughts about the ride, Jared?
0: I've seen a lot of hate for this ride online, really? which, well, from some crowds, which I'm a little confused by. Again, this is definitely a family friendly attraction, which we've talked about, Universal. I think knows this is something they they need to mm-hmm. do. And they're addressing this with this ride, this entire land, plus the kids' zone, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. So for what this ride is, which is this is not the most groundbreaking attraction you've ever seen. Right. It's not the most thrilling thing, but again, not every ride has to be. And this right. isn't trying to be. I think this is a great family attraction. You can all do it. It's got re- it's got tons of repeatability because of the the you know gamified aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, again, I love Toy Story Mania over in over in the Hollywood Studios because I just I'm competitive. I like to see about the high score I can get. Right. I get frustrated. Like Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin to me, that whole shooting system is very frustrating and clunky. And I just don't even it. I don't like it that much. This one. I think now it's technical rehearsal, so it's hard to know. I feel like the the aiming was a little it need to be reined in a tad bit. Okay. And I will say when you're shooting, you've got a color coded crosshair, but so does everybody else that's shooting. Right. So it can be difficult at times to know which one is yours.
1: But if it's if the most of the colors around are not the same, it helps.
0: True. I'm just saying if there's a bunch in one area. You know, it can be difficult, but you can kind of you can shoot off to the side, see which one's yours and then bring it in. So it's
1: easier than Buzz Lightyear because Buzz Lightyear is just one little tiny red dot. For sure. And I'm like, I have no idea who. it's. Absolutely. Is. Is me? I don't know. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, it's got good gun feedback. Like it does kind of like have a little bit of a recoil when you're shooting it, mm-hmm. which I did like that. It aspect. does vibrate. Yeah, so it yeah. has a little bit of like a, you know, like in a, in a video game when you shoot a gun, it's got a little bit of a recoil mm-hmm. action. So I like the feedback that I think you call those haptics. It's got a haptic oh, feedback to it. Fancy word. Uh I I liked it a lot. I am again, it's not the most groundbreaking attraction you're ever gonna see, but I love minions. I've talked about it many times I like the minion land. I think this ride is about what I was expecting. Okay. So I didn't I, I don't think it underwhelmed me and it didn't over you know wow me by any means. I think it was just about what I was expecting. I think I could see me especially at you know at this age myself and our daughter writing this again and again to see what score we can get and i think the fact that you can keep track of it in the app i love that yeah so you can see that but but what about you what do you think
1: um i i enjoyed it i thought it was adorable and it was it was a good like long it was it it lasted a while like i thought it was a good length
0: i agreed it wasn't too short i I was worried about it be too short but it was yeah i felt like the time you were in there was was just good enough
1: I think that the lines will be longer. Obviously, they're not running express pass right now because it's in technical rehearsals. The line is running very consistently, so there's not a lot of stopping and 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 for a long time. It's continuously moving, so I do like that part. Um, I don't like the fact that the guns are too are heavy, you know, especially for the kids. So that you know, not not the best. But in general, I like this better than Shrek. And oh, for sure. I think it's a good addition to uh, Minion Land to Universal. And the fact that like again, it's it's repeatability. Like you can do it over and over again, work on your score, so it's gonna be popular. Um, and it just fits the theming with the land. You know, I think it's a it's a it's a cute concept, especially since I've seen the movie, I know what they're talking about, which also helps. But it just fits with the land. So like, you know, you have evil stuff as their gift shop, and then across the way for Minion Mayhem is silly stuff. And like it's all kind of linked together. So I think it they did a really good job with that. So I have no I have no major complaints at all. Like the gun being heavy, okay, whatever. But um, as far as I know, they're doing okay as far as rehearsals. I think there's been some glitches with the screens sometime. I'm sure. So they're working on that. But yeah, once it's up and running and the app is going and you can you can store your your you can store your scores, it'll be easier and it'll be. It'll be cool. So
0: yeah. Now, one thing I don't think if if they keep the tradition like they do on most new attractions, this probably won't have express pass for a bit when it opens. Probably not. They usually, which again, this being continuously moving, I am curious as to. I'm sure when it has an official opening, this thing will have a high wait time. But I'm curious about how quickly that will go because, like I said, it said 45 minutes. We were in there within 20, 25 minutes, and we never stuck in one spot. For longer than I mean, it seemed like the whole time you you're looking at the TV and all of a sudden you're like, oh, you got ten feet in front of you, you got to move. So it moved, yeah. you know, consistently the whole time. But yeah, yeah, I agree with you about the guns. I it wasn't an issue for me, but well, admittedly, it's I'm, you. So so uh, right. I'm just saying, like I could <laughs> see though for the kids, like our son, it was too heavy. But if you're able to get that smaller gun, even for adults, I'm sure you could opt for that. So I could see that that being the main flaw of it. If you're able to get the smaller gun for kids, I think that solves that problem. And yeah, I mean, again, for what it is, I loved it. I thought it was it fit everything great. And it's a great area when you first walk into the park. Yeah. You have one of the biggest IPs that Universal has, which is Minions. And I think that whole area with, you know, you get Despicable Me to the left. You got Villain Con, uh Minion Blast to the right. And then you've got all the Minion stuff in there. I think it's a great first impression mm-hmm. for people coming in. And then you've got Optimus Prime right around the corner. Always a good thing. <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess I guess overall we liked it. It was good.
0: I agree. I I am curious when it fully opens if there's any changes. I don't see major don't ones, but and we couldn't. We will have a vlog on this to kind of show you when we were there, but we weren't able to film inside. It said. Oh yeah, we should mention. It that. said because of technical rehearsals. I don't know how much we'll be able to film once it's open. They Universal won't. doesn't really allow much, but no. we should be able to show more of the queue at least. Right. So there's that. But uh, it was. Like I said, really well done. I I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, looking forward to not only this attraction opening up, but what they're going to do in the Kid Zone and everything else they got coming, you know, and obviously Epic Universe as well, but everything else they're doing in in all the parks.
1: Yep. Ditto. Um, Before we close out here, I do want to mention that we did try a couple new treats at Bake My Day little shop.
0: We also tried the popsicles. Or the popsicle.
1: Oh, I guess we did that afterward. Did we? No, do we that? did that
0: like a, a few couple weeks ago.
1: Okay, we we didn't mention that. Okay, so we did try some treats that we want to mention uh, at Bake My Day. Specifically, we had a banana cream cake pop, which would look like Minions had like a Minion mm-hmm. chocolate shell, and then we had a fluffy cookie. Um, real quick, fluffy cookie, just a basic sugar cookie. I would cookie? say
0: an underperforming sugar cookie. Oh, okay. It was okay, but it wasn't. I didn't great. try it, so it was one of the, it. Just it's definitely for Instagram. It was printed. It had the it fluffy stuff on, on there. That's right. Wasn't the best. It okay. was okay, but it was like our daughter didn't even finish it, which she's a pretty good judge on cookie.
1: I mean, it's pretty big size. It but was but, yeah, big. She wasn't interested. It was big, <laughs> uh, but the cake pop. So. It had it was like his banana cream is the flavor and it had a really strong banana flavor, but it was like the artificial banana mm-hmm. flavor, which was fine. But I took a bite and I was like, are there nuts in this? And I was like, you know what? I better not eat anymore because I just got that nut like feeling in the back of my tongue
0: for those who don't know jamie's allergic to like tree nuts yes
1: i am so it was like anything that's like like banana nut like bread can't have that so like i I got that taste kind of in my mouth and i was like i wonder if like it does it did have like a hint of nuts in it or something like baked into it because i looked at the signage right above the case that they keep all the treats in and it did say it could have Basically, like cross contamination because they're all made in the same place. Yeah. So I was like, ah, that's probably what it is. So I took one bite and I was like, I am finished. <laughs> but this is all Jared. So what did you think, Jared? <laughs>
0: um, it was okay. No, okay. I agree. It was a little bit of artificial uh, banana flavoring that was um a little. It was stronger than some of the other banana flavored stuff that's in uh, Minion Land. Yeah, it was okay. I, I could see maybe where there's nuts in there. I couldn't taste it, but some of the texture made me think there could have been. One thing that's a small critique about it, it was it looked great so it looked like a minion, definitely good for it was social a big media size and Instagram. Too. But it had a very small room to hold it on the stick yeah and so it was hard to like hand off to people right and it was actually kind of hard to hold it yourself for mm-hmm. very long so yep. that was kind of a strain like they just didn't give you either longer sticks or just give you a little bit more extra room to hold it yeah i agree but it was it was okay i would say out of scale of one to ten i'd give it like a a six or seven somewhere around there okay like it was okay, yeah. okay. It, was, it was very sweet
1: yeah um, but yeah, that was I think that one was like ten dollars. They're a little. It was pricey for that little, cake
0: pop. They're a little pricey. So yeah. are the, so are the popsicles. Yeah. Which.
1: But they have but they have other flavored things like and they have some s'mores. They have some macarons in there. They've got a chocolate banana cake pop, which mm-hmm. I asked her if she wanted whatever she wanted, and that's the one she picked. Um, but they have other treats in there as well. But uh, Freeze Ray Pops, which is around the corner from Bake My Day. You guys got what? Because I didn't try this one.
0: Yeah, we got the minion blue banana popsicle. It was $8.99, which is pretty pricey for a popsicle.
1: Pretty pricey. I'm not lie.
0: Uh again, it looks really cool. Looks like a minion. Looks like he's got jean <laughs> the, the overalls on and the one eye thing. Um so oh,
1: is that Stuart or Kevin? I think it's hey, Kevin. It's Stuart. Maybe.
0: No, it's Stewart. Stewart's got it's one Stuart. eye. It's right? Stewart, yeah. Yeah. I know these, and I know Bob. We know these things, do. yeah. So this is a popsicle that has the yellow is actually like a white chocolate shell. Like if you have ever mm-hmm. had the the, uh, I remember Dairy Queen had the chocolate shell that would be on top of the ice cream, it would crack and stuff like that. So
1: it's so it's a popsicle inside of a shell.
0: Yes, and when you say popsicle, okay. it's more of like almost a <laughs> soft serve ice cream ish like ice cream bar. So it's not
1: or popsicle it, bar kind of. Okay, uh,
0: when you think when I think of popsicles, I think of the type of popsicles you had as a kid, like a, a you know, red, white, and blue rainbow pop type thing. Mm-hmm. It's not that texture. Right. This is much where you can bite into it.
1: I think they do that. I mean, I think it's a good idea. If they do that though because one, they can you know they can probably charge more. But two, it doesn't melt as fast. For sure, it's, it's yeah. true.
0: And um, I this was actually really good. I will say it was nine dollars, which is a little pricey, but it was. It has a hint of banana flavor. Uh you know blue in there i really like our daughter liked it a lot i thought it was really good so i mean on a one to ten i'd give this one i'd give it like an eight or a nine i mean the biggest Ooh, drawback okay. again is the price but yeah, they look yeah. cool it'll cool you down on a hot day sure it does melt quick on a hot day
1: and they were busy whenever we went over there so
0: they're very busy it can get
1: very busy over there because yeah. popsicles in and the, the summer.
0: two <laughs> yeah and the two main ones they have are the minion blue banana and the grew nutella Jamie's allergic to Nutella, and I hate Nutella, so <laughs> it really wasn't what we were gonna get. And then other ones they've got like mango. They got regular popsicles that are five ninety nine, like mango, strawberry, coconut, cotton candy, cheesecake, uh, cookies and cream, stuff like that. So those are the main thing. But it's just a little stand there. But yeah, I thought it was good. And it again, it's a genius idea given you're in Florida and you can sell popsicles.
1: Absolutely. So there you go. There's uh, there's more treats that we tried. Over yes. Minion Land. Um, all right. Well, that is all for today, I think. We had a good time. Good little... A little... I don't know. We were probably there an hour and a half on that day to check all that out. Yeah.
0: We were going to try and ride Transformers because our son is so into Transformers now, which I love. But the wait for it was 45 minutes. And I've never actually seen Transformers. It was... They had taken that line outdoor queue all the way to the side of the building, which I had actually never seen myself. I It said 45 minutes. It... We stood in line for maybe 10.
1: Not even that. And okay. I was like, I don't want And it was wait. moving <laughs> slow.
0: We were like, I just didn't see how that was going to be 45 minutes. And I was like, you know, we'll just do it some other time. But
1: when not express pass <laughs> case. Yes.
0: I mean, our son loved the giant Optimus Prime as much as I did on top of the building. So I think. Oh he, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I
1: think he was happy just to see it, honestly. I'm always happy to see it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that is, that is all we wanted to discuss today with everybody. Um, so thanks for, for listening and watching. Uh, we want to mention before we go here that uh, we are on the social media channels such as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and TikTok, and Threads as well. And we're Cap the Magic everywhere, except for TikTok or Capture the Magic. So check us out over there if you would. And we have some other shows on the network besides this one. We've got the Capture the Magic main podcast on Thursdays. That's what's me and Jared. Where we talk all things Disney. Um, I have Trip Tales, which I do once a month, where I have a guest on that talks about their trip, most recently, to Disney World or Universal or both. And I will have another one out the very, I think it's the very very end of July because I kind of had to scrunch them in a little bit because I took a little bit of a little bit of a break because I couldn't find time to record them so I apologize but anyway you get two this month in July and if you want to watch any of us on these podcast episodes they're on YouTube so you can catch us on YouTube at Capture the Magic and you just subscribe over there comment on the videos if you'd like
0: Slight correction there there is a CTM podcast YouTube channel that's just the podcast episodes and then we have the vlogs I always forget this and then there's the vlogs that are at Captain Magic so those separated out so
1: find us both places yes please and yes. subscribe over there um, yeah I think that's it I believe so well thank you everybody for listening and watching like I said and thank you Jared for you know being you just Ye- just trekking on
0: you're, you're welcome just, I guess. just
1: just doing life
0: I'm doing, I, I try. I appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> I do what I can. Thank you. I don't know what else to say.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, as I always like to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.